Hey, welcome to Podcast 234. Two generations, three topics, and four beers. I'm Chaz. I'm Dwayne. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, this is Chaz. And this is Dwayne. Today we're going to be talking about music decades. Current events such as Korea. And video games. So let's get right into it. Love it. Before we start the show, I want to give a little background on ourselves. My name's Dwayne. I'm in my mid-40s, and I've been doing physical security work, so that's designing and selling large-scale physical security platforms, such as card readers and access control and all that mumbo-jumbo. been doing that for 20-plus years. Uh, some of my hobbies, I enjoy uh, basically firearms. I like to go to the range, do enjoy fishing. And just some time alone with the family hanging out, which is how we kind of got started on this podcast. Just hanging out on the back deck, having a couple beers with Chaz, and discussing some events, current events, and different topics. And we said, hey, why not do a podcast about that? That sounds like fun. Hey guys, my name is Chaz. I'm currently a bank teller. I'm also attending Columbus State for Cybersecurity. Um, one of my biggest hobbies, though, is video games. I love video games. Um, I also love building computers. And one of the weirdest things that doesn't really go with building computers or video games is I'm a huge outdoors guy. I love hiking. I love firearms and that kind of a thing. Um, I look forward to this podcast. I hope we um, find the bridge between the me generation and the millennials. So uh, let's get to it. All right, tonight's beer description. Uh, kind of light on the beers tonight, Chess. We, we uh, we're getting real light. We're getting a uh, fine pilsner beer. You guys haven't guessed it yet. Miller Light. We're drinking the Working Man's beer right yes, here. Yes, Working Man's beer tonight. And then we've got to do uh, the second beer we're drinking tonight. We got a little split here. I'm drinking uh, Sam Adams Boston Lager. And I'm drinking uh, Brewdog Hazy Jane uh, New England style pale ale, unfiltered. Has uh, <clears throat> some pineapple flavor in it, um, fruitier thing, but it's it's good. It's a good beer. So yeah, so here's why we why we chose these beers tonight. Um, pretty much the last beers we had in the fridge, so <laughs> it's a good reason to to make it. You there know. you go. So these lucky beers are going to be part of the first episode for this podcast. Uh, Brewdog, right down the road from us here, not too far from us. Um, they're North American brewery. If you haven't had any Brewdog beers highly suggested it's a great they're always putting out great beers um and uh it's a, just a great company and a great addition to our community so we're glad to have them and you never know what you're gonna get there you never know at all sometimes you go and you think i love this beer next time you go this is the last time you had that beer yeah it's and actually it's what's kind of cool is they always have guest drafts so they have even though they're a, a multi i don't know million dollar company oh, yeah, pushing out beers now. all over europe um, they actually have guest drafts from, from a lot of them from Ohio here. So it's really cool. They always have six or eight guest drafts there and great food as well. So not pitching for Brewdog, but we do spend a lot of time there. We love it. Uh, and it's local to us. So we like it as well. So that's the beers we got on tap today. And we're going to get right into topic one coming up next. All right. Getting ready to get into topic one, popping our first beers, Miller Lite. You know what I mean? You got to love Miller Lite. So, first topic, Chaz, uh, best decade for music. Uh, you know, we're both music lovers, Chaz and I. We blow through Spotify, don't we? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I had uh, fifty six thousand last year in minutes spent yeah. on Spotify. I think that was a whole two months, if I'm not mistaken. That's crazy. Spent on music. I thought I had a lot, but I don't remember what it was. But I knew you blew me away. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's just dive right in real quick. That's a good beer. Oh, it's, um, it's a good tailgate beer. That's pretty much the only beer you had growing up, wasn't it, Dwayne? Yeah, it was. Uh, that and Bud Light. <laughs> Schaefer's. Um, uh, okay, best music, best decade for music. What are you thinking? I mean, it's '80s all the way. So how did you come up with that? I mean, you're not even from that generation. I'm gonna tell you, it's because the pop music of that generation. I can tell you right now, I don't like this. I don't like this generation's pop music. I don't like '90s pop music. I mean, what did you have? Britney Spears? That I mean, nothing good, right? Wasn't Britney Spears and Chris? Uh, that was Christina really 2000s. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was '90s? Was there any like, pop in the sync, '90s? Backstreet Boys. Was that in the '90s? I, th- that... I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I guess that was yeah, yeah. The 90s. late '90s yeah. at least. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was '90s. I don't know. I was never a big fan of uh, the boy bands. No. But... I'll say 90s grunge was awesome. You can't even argue with that, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed a lot of that. Yeah, but yeah. There, was, there was a lot of tunes there as I go back and listen to those that were f- phenomenal. Obviously, I still listen to them, but I know you love the, the 80s. Which, and, yeah. I mean, the 80s, which kills me because I always thought the 80s was kind of... Well, if you lived through the 80s, you thought the 80s was kind of weird. You know what I mean? Once you got out of it, you were like, uh, it, dude, it, there was a lot of gender roles there that were kind of messed up and when you you know <laughs> when we go back and we watch uh what is that show on uh vh1 what is it totally 80s or whatever yeah you watch the videos it's funny because it's like man there's nothing boy but, george oh yeah not just boy i pick out anybody oh yeah i mean any of Absolutely. those any of those people you know most of them even though if you look at duran duran they're wearing like lip liner and eyeliner and eyeshadow and i'm like what the hell is going on so are but, you telling me it's your generation we can blame for these gender issues these days i don't know i don't know, <laughs> I don't know about that but i'm just saying when i got out of the 80s into the 90s it was like 90s like rebelled against the 80s it seemed like to me but with the with the grunge music but then but at any rate i mean a lot of that you know i often thought you were talking about the 80s i often think you know like when you go back and watch 80s videos most of the people in the 80s aren't attractive and it, and it's not just because they're in the 80s and it's, it's because thing, yeah. it's because um you yeah i guess you didn't have to be attracted to do a video then yeah oh yeah now i think everything i don't think you have to sing now i think you can auto-tune your way through whatever and then as long as you look good and can dance you can be you can sell videos that's what you know that's what I mean? absolutely true i mean you see that i mean so sticking on the generation thing i'd say 80s finishing up my thing real quick is 80s only because i think it's almost happy go lucky the 80s pop is and i i love that in a way i mean yeah you have some darker stuff like you know like western girls is kind of weird it's like not exactly like yeah happy but, I mean, but you know what i'm saying most of it's happy go lucky lucky pop style nothing music. can go wrong is like even they're, the they're rock pop. in the 80s though i mean even you yeah take, you take poison I mean, there wasn't a lot of substance white. to it. And, it, and it was a good Nobody thing about it. a lot of thought I mean, what, into what it. Is it. They were just like, let's sing about something fun. Yeah, let's sing of the deepest song. Come on, feel the noise. I mean, you know, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it wasn't, there wasn't anything super deep to it. And you didn't have to overthink it. It was. That's true. That's very true. You know, it was the Toyota Celica is the car of the year and we are going strong, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean. Yeah, that's true. It, there, yeah, there wasn't a lot of worry in the 80s. And I think that's what I like about 80s music. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It kind of it's almost an escape. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, like I said, even the rock. Even when you got into supposed metal, you had Quiet Riot, and then like you know what I mean Van Halen. 
Late Van Halen. Late Van Halen. You had also had your, uh, but I mean, if you just took the straight 80s, Poison, Skid Row, yep. all those guys were, were more upbeat music. They have, of course, they each had their own two or three oh, rock yeah, ballads yeah. that were mm -hmm. about some girl that ripped their heart out and left them on the street corner alone and crying. But, but that's every generation. Yeah. I mean. So for me, uh, I do like the 80s. You're right. But. I mean, the 80s are good now. I listen to some 80s, a decent amount of 80s. But if you look at what I listen to, it's kind of crazy. Uh, most of my day is spent listening to the UK 1940s radio station on TuneIn. Well, that's what happens when you become old. You just like that <laughs> yeah, kind of thing, me. you know? I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I don't know. That 40s generation music, I love the fact that it's, uh, it's just kind of pure and simple. And then, like you said about the 80s, sometimes just downright stupid. Some of the songs are just... You know, you're like, wow, they actually recorded that song? It's kind of a yeah. dumb song. But I don't know. I always like the 40s. I don't know how weird that is. But uh, when I'm uh, alone or just hanging out doing work, uh, I'll listen to the 40s a ton. So, I mean, obviously, it's a toss-up for me, honestly, between the 80s and the 40s. I mean, I do like my 80s. I, I move around so much. But I think if you truly looked at what I listen to the most, it is the 40s. There's nothing like... There's nothing like you know, big band, and, and some of the, some of the standalone singers in the whole war era, and it's kind of cool to listen to how the music changed, like, at the beginning of the '40s, maybe late '30s, and then moved into that wartime era where, you know, a lot of the music was about war and about, uh, you know, about uh, all the overseas stuff. I mean, if you look at like the '47, '48, '49, late '40s, you got who do you got? You got Dean, you got Frank. Oh yeah. You got Sammy Davis Jr. So was that Davis in, Jr. that late? I don't even remember. Well, that that kind of pushed into the fifties, which yeah. was which was again another happy go lucky. Oh yeah, decade. absolutely. That was nothing can go wrong. Yeah, I think we saw that Everybody on what was, was that? Drinking pink car. Everybody was driving pink cars. Or yeah, pink cars. Or <laughs> exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Nobody cares. What Look the at the cars Corvettes are. of the time. Like yeah. you know, it's yeah, absolutely. Look at the colors. That was happy go lucky. That's what it was. I mean, and that, it was a great time. That was a great time to be alive. And I think it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. If um, you were still alive. If you were still alive, exactly. <laughs> Everybody was happy because they were just alive. Exactly. Made it through the war. But, yeah, different times, different eras. But uh, it's good. The cool thing is we like music and we like to share it together. So I don't think there's any music that Chaz and I really snub our nose at. Except for um, you and my music. Yeah, you do listen to some weird stuff occasionally. Man. Like, I'm like, what is that? I don't do heavy metal. I don't do... I don't do screamo or whatever the hell that well, is. I don't listen to screamo or heavy metal either. But you listen uh, to weird stuff like I forget what's the weird thing you were listening to last week. I don't know. I got you know. I got the other it's, little sibling on uh, Post Animal, yeah, which that's is it. Uh, Post Animal. I don't even know what that is. It's but like it doesn't a, even sound right. It's like a. It's like the same thing as the Beatles, kind of like psychedelic rock kind of thing, which you weren't into because you know you're square. So I am square. <laughs> square with a beer. I oh. think that most people would just call you round, but. Mm -hmm. Spherical, really. That's me. All right. Well, we'll move on to topic number two then. All hey. right, guys. <clears throat> I'm gonna cut you off there. Um. So, all right, guys. We uh, we're gonna jump right into topic two here. We're just gonna topic two. We're gonna take um just to discuss some current events. Um, we're gonna see what generations feel um differently about different current events. It's gonna be kind of interesting. Uh, first, we're gonna start out with um, a big fan. You know, we're all big fans of Kanye West. Just kidding. Um, but uh, we're all pretty interested in this Kanye West thing, whether it's real or not. Um, we remember um, Kanye West and his big thing on, you know, 
his quote bush hate black people and him interrupting the grammys and he's crazy he's going back and forth on everything and personally i think this is a big publicity stunt um this whole entire him supporting donald yeah, trump and, i mean I, you know me i don't i'm not a big kanye fan i don't I mean, other than that Faster or Stronger or whatever song it is he's got, that's the only <laughs> song I know of that's a Kanye, yeah. West, Con, Kanye West song. I mean, not a huge rap fan. I do, unless it's 80s or 90s rap. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm not a big big uh, Kanye fan. So I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that it could be a publicity smart. I mean, look, we know he's a big personality. I mean, that 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 is the truth. I right. mean, it was I mean, he obviously said he was going to run for president at one point. Yeah, you know, quote, it's in the song Facts by Kanye West, 2020, I'm going to run the whole election. Very intellectual quote there. Um, <laughs> but um it it is it is interesting. It's interesting. You, you know, you never know if it's a publicity stunt or not. And a, a big thing is is the Kardashian brand has come out and said we do not support what Kanye says, this that and the other. So, yeah, but Caitlyn does. But Caitlyn does. She did back him up on Twitter. I saw that. Did she? Yeah, I just she backed know him up on Twitter. Caitlyn's yeah. a big, or Bruce. I'll call it, you know Caitlyn now. I guess, but big, big. Uh, you know, I think can I don't know if conservative is the right word, but I know voted Republican or came out and said Republican was. Caitlyn's choice. So. Oh, I was thinking Kim. Kim came out and supported him. She oh, she said, did? Though I may not support what he says all the time, I do support gotcha. this, that, and the other. Yeah, I don't know. But Caitlyn, uh, yeah. Caitlyn Jenner is, Bruce, whatever, is a, is a Republican, my, to my knowledge. So, I don't know. I just think that, I always think that, uh, I don't know. It's just, it was a little, uh, took me back a couple steps a when I heard it. And I was yeah. Like, That's kind of weird. I don't know about that. But. Well, you know what's crazy is I, I, I noticed as soon as it happened, too, there's all these people coming out of the closet. For example, Chance the Rapper, he didn't say, obviously, he was a Republican or anything, but he said, um, and I believe the quote was something along the lines of, not every black person has to be a Democrat. Um, the next president is going to be independent, which I think is very interesting because I think there's a lot of people who feel like that over this last election, you know? That, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm, we don't have to be I'm so stereotyped. Tired. I'm so tired of voting for the for the party. Exactly. I just exactly. want to vote for the man. And, uh, you know, I mean, it gets on my nerves. And unfortunately, or the woman, I should say, man or woman. But, you know, in this last election, you know, there wasn't much choice on my end. I was given a bad bill of goods. I had to pick the best of the worst. That's what I did. Oh, sorry, beer too. Open it up. Oh, I gotta use an actual opener. Yeah, you on gotta mine. go over there and get the opener, man. Oh, it's on the deck over here. You know, you know, Sam Adams could make the twist top, and they are just about mainstream enough that they could use the twist top. But no, they, they try just to gotta keep, keep it, it old school. Yeah, they gotta keep it old school. They gotta make it so it's really difficult. That, that's driving. why they print independent. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they print independent on the label. They gotta oh, make sure you know. How am I supposed to be driving and open this with a keychain with, with my oh, my opener's <laughs> on the keychain, which is in the cons in, in the column of the car. There you go. Oh, there uh, yeah, you can tell what your car I have. Um, but yeah, so Sam Adams for me, Chad's drinking the old Hazy Jane. Hazy Jane. All right, so uh, current events, um, Trump and, uh, Nobel Peace Prize. I'm just going to throw it out there. Chaz, do you remember what, uh, what Obama won the Nobel Peace Prize for? Uh, game, let me give you the run back real quick is first off, first things first. I remember in seventh grade, um, I took, we, we watched, we took an entire day to just watch on all the smart boards and everything. Obama getting inaugurated. And oh. I remember a couple weeks later, it was like, Obama's won the Nobel Peace Prize. 
I thought that guy. I just thought I just watched him drive in a limo to I, Washington D.C. I don't, DC. I don't understand what he did exactly. I don't like, know what he did either. In between that time, what did he do to get the Nobel Peace Prize? So um, I don't know. I mean, if this whole Korea thing comes to fruition and it's not some big hoax where. You know, Kim Jong-un's going to lure everybody into a room together to celebrate the new victory and then, you know, gas everyone or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, you almost got to say it's going to be a Nobel Peace Prize time. I mean, I don't understand what else you could say besides that. And, you know, I have friends who, you know, will lean a little bit opposite to me. They'll lean a little left. And they even, I mean, I've had several people talk to me about it. And they say, I am so, they're like, they say, I can't even deny the fact that that man deserves a Nobel Peace Prize if this is what comes, uh, you know, be. I mean, that is, in, and you do kind of wonder, what is Kim Jong-un up to? You know, you don't, you don't, you well, still yeah, don't trust but, the guy. Uh, I just don't understand what Trump's up to. I mean, it's like, um, what did he do? What was the, the things, or did, is he just taking credit and some other stuff happened? I don't know. Well, I, I mean, think it's I'm, the, I think, I think you know, it's the I'm tough a, policy that he's into. I I'm not a, I wouldn't consider myself a Trump fan, but I mean, if you, if, if we could do, let's roll back two years or whatever to the election. If the day after the election, somebody smashed his phone and he couldn't use Twitter, everybody think he was the most awesome president in the world. I, I, yeah, and I agree with that. I think <laughs> all he does is shoot himself in the foot. If he could just, if for some weird reason, his mouth was glued shut. Yeah, I mean, I, I think mean, his whole downside <laughs> is he runs his mouth. If he, if you go on actions, what he's a, accomplished, whether you agree with some of the policy or not, he has accomplished things in a very short period of time. So. Exactly, and I think, like you said, the Twitter and the if going off prompter is his biggest downside. I think he could accomplish a lot more just with getting you know people used to him and getting people you know more into. Him. And I think that's a big thing with um, presidents these days is any more. You have to appeal more to people than you do have to accomplish things. Like look at Obama, for example. What what exactly big did he big big picture? You know, did I'm he sure that if, you know? if you're a left leaning person, they, 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 somebody could come up uh, with some things that he did. That yeah, but I'm saying good you know. that they wanted for their agenda. But I don't. He didn't do anything. You know that I thought was that great. But yeah, I see what you're saying. I think it's what you're referring to is a popularity contest. It's a popularity contest exactly more than it is a. Anything else? It's, it's not. Like a public it's not running contest. on agenda. Yeah. It's not running on your platform of what you want to do or what you want to accomplish. It's more of who's who's the most popular, and it's going to get even worse. I think. I don't know. I still think. Um, I still think that if the government was run, and I could get, I could give my soapbox, but if the government was run right, the president really doesn't have hardly any power at all. If you look at it, I yeah. mean, he's got veto power. Um, he's got some executive order power. If it was used properly, it would be used in only in extreme circumstances. And the rest of it's done by Congress. And, and the, you know, they're horrible. They don't do their job. So, and I think we're my... seeing that now is a whole entire, you have a whole entire Republican Congress, Senate. Yeah. And you almost see that the president, this is weird, but it almost seems like the president has more power than the Congress and the Senate anymore. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just because he can stand on that platform of Twitter, that platform of whatever, yeah. and get his agenda across. True. And anymore. Well, what's going to happen when Kanye becomes president? Well, you know, 2020, he's going to run a whole election, so we'll find out then, I guess, I'm you know. I'm excited to wait. I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait for it. So, let's talk about how mind-blown were you? Like, just like when just like when the iPhone moved the headphone jack to the bottom. Ooh, yeah. Pow. 
when you saw Moon shaking Kim Jong Un's hand. That was pretty cool. That was intense. That was something. That was crazy. What was even cooler is neither one of them actually tripped over top of that curb that that, that <laughs> ran in between them. They have a giant curb. You know, we we haven't I mean, talked about this talking before. About, then. We're talking about the most. You know, probably the one of the most uh, uh, heavily manned and armed borders in the world, and it's backed up by a six-inch curb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so. We haven't talked about this before, but I I thought I thought the same thing. How funny would it be if Kim Jong Un or Moon tripped over? It's Un is or Moon? Who's Moon? Un. Moon is is I don't remember his full name. It's uh, Moon. That's the, is that's the South, South Korean. Korean yeah. yeah. Okay. What if he tripped over that curb? That would have been just the. Like, it would have been, like... America's Funniest Home Videos. That'd be a Korea's... Been like, bam. That'd have been Korea's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right there. Korea's Funniest Home Videos, right there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but if you take all the nukes away from Kim Jong-un, he's just a weird guy in a pantsuit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. About it. But, but, I mean, think about how nice he looks in that. I mean, that's what you really have to think about. I mean, you know, what if you could just wake up in the morning, you had the same exact outfit. It would be, like, in a cartoon, you know, where they had the same exact outfit on every single hanger, and that would be yes. Kim Jong-un's wardrobe. Which cartoon are you watching? <laughs> Um, Charlie Brown, yeah, yeah, peanuts, um, fairly obvious. Yeah, cool. no, um, yeah, that's a cool thing though. I mean, I never thought I'd saw that. Uh, saw that. That's a real good English. English you're using. I'm doing good English. Yeah, that's a. I never thought I'd see that. And that's really, uh, really something, something to behold, no doubt. But uh, so anyway, cool. I like that. Um, hey, one other topic. I I know we'll run long on this, but our last topic will be quick. Something else we haven't discussed that did you know yesterday was the stand for the second? Did you see that stand for the second? No, uh uh-uh. uh. So they had walkouts yesterday at yeah. 300 schools standing for the Second Amendment, which was interesting. You didn't hear about it on the news very much, I'm no, sure. No, I didn't hear about it at all, but I didn't either until it was on Twitter. I saw a post, but but yeah, so there were there were kids that walked out. I mean, I'm not in favor of a walkout anyway, I think you just make yourself a softer target. For a mass shooting when you Absolutely. mass a bunch of kids outside for no reason. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that, that was interesting that that even happened. And that I'm surprised that there wasn't more backlash today from that. I figured we'd hear a bunch of stuff about that today. But I didn't read anything or myself. And But, I, you know, it's today and I haven't, I've been busy working. And you know what I think is really funny is, not funny, it's kind of sad actually, Um is that the Parkland kid, and I, his name's escaping me. Hog. Um, no, no, no. The other one, the one that... The Pro 2A kid? Yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle Kushov. Kushev. Sorry about that. He, you know what's funny? It's how little, like I just said, anyone knows his name. And he's the one who is from there, from Parkland, speaking out against, you know... David Hoggins and the other saying, yeah, I do more support... against the gun rights. More for the gun rights. Saying, hey... If we had a resource officer, hey, if we had, you know, yeah. someone actually wanting to do something about someone just violent, like, you know, just shooting my freaking friends, like, yeah, no. fish in a barrel. Yeah, like you said, you don't even know his name. I don't even know his name. I, this Kyle, was actually, the, the 2A one was actually organized by a single kid in New Mexico organized it. So it's pretty cool. 300 schools supposedly walked had walkouts. Organized by a kid, not by hundreds of thousands of dollars given by celebrities and exactly. to put, you know, to make a big giant march. And, that, you know, to each his own on that. But I just think it's cool that it is a grassroots thing. And, but, here's, the, and here's the thing is Kyle 
Kashuv, Kashuv? Sorry, I don't even know how to pronounce his name because we'd never hear his name. But he, uh, it was interesting, I don't know if you heard this, he went to the gun range for the first time about two or three weeks ago. Never even shot a gun before, but he still supported the Second Amendment and still spoke out again about it. And I think that's interesting that you mm -hmm. don't hear that anymore. Yeah. All you hear is, hey, David Hogg and... I don't remember the other lady's name is are speaking out and they're on yeah, Washington. The you big, know the big march. And exactly, all that, it's you. You don't hear it. Yeah, you don't hear. It. There's other sides. That's just the way it is. It's very one sided. We all know that. So, but anyway, we're going to get into the last topic. It'll be a fun one. All right, I'm down to about a, a half a beer left. So that tells me we're into our final topic, which is uh, video games. Yes, video games. Multi-generational video game players here. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I remember back when I was a kid, I'd watch you play Driver 2. And uh, yes, I'd be like, Driver wow, yeah, I can't wait to go steal a car that's 8 pixels. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> it still wasn't even that great, and it was, what, 2004. It's amazing how far graphics have come and everything like that. It's, it truly oh, it's is. It's mind-blowing. It really is. It really is crazy. Um, so let's kick it off. What's uh, your favorite video game of all time? Of all time. Stand oh, up man. and everything. Oh, wait a minute. You can't go do it. You got to do console and then stand up, I think. Because that's two different things. No, wait, well, let's do general. Let's do general quick. What's your just overall favorite favorite video game? Top video game of all time. Uh, it's the Battlefield series. There's no the Battlefield series. I do like I the Battlefield series. 19, 19, what was it, 43? Was that the original one, 1943? Yeah, that when was awesome. I picked it up, though, was really like Bad Company, was where I really hooked Bad Company is good. Because, I don't know, and there was something cool about it, because up until then, any of those other, what was it, was it Call of Duty was out then, too? So Call that, of Duty, I think Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was about out at the same time, so. That was when Call of Duty started so. getting weird, yeah. No, before, uh, I think, I mean, we may have to look this up, but I think Call of Duty... Like, if you look at Bad... I just remember Call of Duty, maybe it was 1943, or I'm sorry, the Battlefield 1943 was the one that, where you could get into vehicles. That's when it made the difference. Everything up till then seemed to be like a first-person shooter, or if you wanted a tank game, you got a tank game. But this combined everything to where you could just use anything in the game, like a truck, No, you're or right. a tank, You're right, because 1943 was released for PC the same time Call of Duty was released for the PC, if I remember right. Because I remember it was re-released for Xbox, and you would tell me, you'd say, oh, I remember when I used to play that game on P on PC. And yeah. I was like, like, mind-blown, you like, know? Whoa. Whoa, like, it's crazy. But for sure, for sure, I remember Battlefield Bad Company 2 when that first came out. Do you remember that? Yeah. The lighthouse map and everything, and you would sit in... That was a great game. That was an awesome game. I wish yeah. they re-released that Actually, one. you know what game? Uh, the other game... That I really liked, like first person shooter one that I thought was a really great game was um, America's Army. I I wish that yes. was on console. That's not on console, is it? It's not on console, but it is on dude, PC. I do I play. Wish that that was on console because as, I don't have a PC anymore. Yeah. I have a laptop. Dude. Oh yeah, as a diehard PC -er, PC gamer, I love. I got into that game about a month. Or I'm sorry, about a month, about a year and a half ago. I believe I used to play America's Army good. before you were even born. Yeah, but it was cool no, because it was, right it was it was like it was like touching base on like 
hey, this is cool because we have to actually work as a team. It's That's not – You can't go in You alone. can't just go in, lone wolf, yeah, and, you're and not kill gonna, it all. And the other thing is you can't just respawn. You're waiting until the, the mission's over, and then you spawn in again as a team. And you have to work as a team for cover and everything else in order to get the objective done or it won't get done. That is – that – I really liked that game. But that was interesting. Yeah, I like that game. I do like that So game. what about you? What's your uh, all-time? All you know, <sighs> let me just start out. I am a Don't strong... say Leisure Suit Larry. Do you remember that? <laughs> and Shower with Your Dad Simulator 2. No. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong <laughs> with you, man? Yeah, look it up on Steam. Um, okay. Leisure Suit so... Larry in the Land of the Lounge Lizards. That was actually a game, by the way. I don't know if you know that. It's true. I did not. Um, so... Game. I, I will start out before I say my favorite game of all time. I'm a strong Christian. I do not condone any of the oh great activities in this video game, but Grand Theft Auto series was my favorite series of all time. It's endless hours of fun. It really is. It's, I mean, but only online, right? Online, exactly. They have they add new stuff to it all the time. You don't have to pay for DLC. There's first person shooting. There's first person driving. There's third person shooting. Third person driving. You can customize cars. You can buy, you know, yeah, apartments. Cool. It's cool. It's endless fun. It really is. Um, and they have tons of new mini games coming out all the time. It's just, it's, it really is endless fun. It really is. Um, That's cool. Yeah, back in the day, you know, you talk about all that customization stuff. I remember I used to work at a place called Electronic Boutique, which is now. Well, I don't even know if they're still in business. EB Games, which I know you know what EB Games was. Which right? is, like it's GameStop thing. now. You did, knew that, did right? Did that become a GameStop? It did become GameStop. They sold. Well, whatever. It was Electronic Boutique. Yeah. But they had a game now back then. We were doing stuff for the Amiga. I think that's what it was called. The, the Amiga. Amiga was the name of, of the console. It was like a Amiga. There was the Commodore, like the Commodore VIC-20, and then there was the Amiga. and the, Anyway, they had the stupidest game that I... I guess I never played it because I didn't have an Amiga or whatever the hell that was. But it was like where you had to keep this guy alive. You were like had a cross-section of his apartment. And you had to tell him <laughs> when to eat and when to feed the dog. And if you didn't take care of him, he would like tap on the glass to like say, Hey, man, <laughs> tell me what to do. And I think back at how simplistic that game was. Like like how stupid it was. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And how jealous I was that I didn't have that game. But yeah, I mean, look at the Sims. Uh, so it was like early Sims them. is what you're saying. Yeah. Except not as complex. It was just like, <laughs> dude, you got to feed him. He's got to go to bed at a normal hour. Uh, and then he would like go off and do his own thing, like watch TV or whatever, or water his plants. But I mean, you had to tell him almost everything you had to do to live. And I'm like, that's like having a kid. <laughs> that's, now I think about that. That's stupid. That's stupid. Um, yeah. Um, I, you know what? I could almost argue Sims is probably my favorite of all time. I, I do like Sims. That you is didn't a, play that much Sims, did you? Oh, I played. I remember I had every expansion pack of Sims yeah. Two. Every single time my birthday or Christmas would come dad. up, I'd say, "I gotta dad. get next Sims Two, Sims Two Bon Voyage." Oh gosh, what you about know? a stand-up game? Do you even know? You even know what a stand-up arcade game looks yeah, like? Yeah, oh yeah. I uh, I play them all the time when I'm uh, having a few beers at the Barcade. <laughs> yeah, but those are all my <laughs> generations. They don't have no. They make new ones anymore. I mean. I don't know. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure I was pretty close to beating you at track and field. Oh, yeah. Good luck. But not even close to tra uh, Tron, right? Tron, I killed you. Tron, absolutely. Um, we have a great place here in uh, Columbus here, Columbus area. Um, we have two extra great places. We have um, Old North Arcade and 16-Bit Arcade. Yep. Um, 16-Bit's uh, it's a little it's a little more packed. It's a little too more mainstream for me. Um, I like... I like uh, Old North because it touches all the generations. They have everything from what Halo 
they have like Halo Two there. They have console games, yeah. They have a lot of console games. They have Super Smash Brothers. They have the old NES there. Yep, they have it all. They, and they, they have, have regular uh, stand-up arcades like uh, Tron. They have Tron in the safe. It was an old bank, and they yep. actually have it down in the safe, and it, they don't have it lit or anything. So all the blue light yep. and everything is lit. It's really cool. So Black I think my light. favorite stand-up arcade game of all time is Track and Field. Track I don't and know field, why. You think? I used to spend so much time on track and field. As much as I like Tron, Tron's very repetitive. Track and field, I mean, and so the question becomes track and field with the rollerball or track and field with the buttons where you put the pencil between your fingers and you're, and you're just banking <laughs> on the button, trying to go in faster when you're yeah. running. And then, yeah, so I'm going to say the buttons are better, although the rollerball is a little easier on your hands if oh, you yeah. don't have a pencil. But Especially when you have, you know, you're old and have carpal tunnel. Yeah, and arthritis like me, and whatnot, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I, you know, I you know what I like is I'm really terrible at it, but I like Paperboy. I really like Paperboy. Something about it, you know, when you smash the windows and you get points for it, it's like, yeah, those guys don't like me. Stick it to them, you know. Sticking it, <laughs> sticking it to the subscriber. I think is what that's called. <laughs> so oldest console. What's the oldest? What's the oldest like console game you can remember? Okay, so when I was a kid, and we would go. Visit mom. We'd go to this ice cream shop and they had the Simpsons game on stand up, and that was what I always played. I was the oldest arcade game. Oldest stand up arcade game I played. You know, that's a very repetitive game. Do you it, remember we played that like yeah. at Old oh, yeah. North? Like yeah, yeah. we won it? Yeah, and it was Marge and she has the sweeper. Yeah, but I mean, we won. Remember we got to the end? I don't know if I remember that point, but. Maybe it wasn't you. It was you and Mark. I'm pretty sure. And I was just sitting there like. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, you and your yeah. buddy Mark, and I was just sitting there like. What are you doing? I don't even know what's going on right now. Yeah, but we, we defeated the entire game. I think we made it through everything in there. That's pretty sad. There was a couple <laughs> beers involved in that. Uh, That's probably yeah. why I don't remember. So but, uh, that was no. your oldest stand-up game. Well, I mean, yeah. my oldest stand-up game, honestly, is all the originals because I grew up with it. So, like, the first stand-up game, because prior to the stand-up games, I actually remember playing the, the really cool games I wish I had now, which is, like, the baseball game where you, like, push the button to pitch and the and the silver marble came out, went down, and you had a little thing, and you swung it. It was a, actually a mechanical game. It wasn't a video game. It was mechanical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the first real one I remember playing, you know, was Asteroids. So, I mean, I played Asteroids and, and of course, you know, the uh, Space Invaders, and then we moved to the whole Pac-Man thing, and I had Pac-Man shirts and a Pac-Man backpack and a Pac-Man book. Uh, lunchbox. Yeah, and all that oh, looked yeah. really good getting thrown in the mud when you're getting beat up, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. But I was, you know, I loved, I was a pack mania, right? You know? And then, but yeah, that's what I remember. That was my first stand-up. What about console game, like home console? Mm, okay, so number you, one. Your dad didn't really get you any video games when you were a kid, right? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, he made me like, uh, you know, he, he like in, in, a, in NFL, he would make me be the defense because he didn't feel like being the defense. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> No, but you know what my first memory of console gaming is, and that's Driver 2. Oh, yeah, Driver 2. Driver 2. It was my game. I, You know, I have a car obsession. I always have yeah. had a car obsession. I always will have a car obsession. Driver 2 was that entry point of, man, I just yeah. love cars. Something about it. I got to figure out what this is. It was a game I played. So the oldest console game, I can't remember the name of it. Everybody played, everybody in my generation played the Atari 2600. So you had all the kaboom and missile command and all that stuff but there was one on ColecoVision that was awesome so it was on ColecoVision and it was 
I don't even remember what it was. I have to think about which one it was, but it was a war war. It was like a war game, like you played against other, you played against jets and stuff. I don't know. It was cool. I can't remember the name of it, but that's the oldest one I remember. Was it Cirrus? Uh, no, it wasn't Cirrus. It was an old ColecoVision. I don't know war game, but it was like Battle of the. It was like Battle of the World or something like that. Huh. Yeah, that's the one I remember. But anyway. Hey, good time to wrap up. I'm about out of beer here, so uh, that was topic number three out of three. So you've just listened to uh, one full two, podcast, one first. full podcast, first podcast for for podcast two, three, four, which is you know two generations, three topics, and four beers, and we're sitting here in our our, our beautiful, luxurious outdoor studio uh, here in Central Ohio. So. Uh, next show uh, will be three more topics, and uh, first four- on the bucket is what? Is I don't know yet. No. Know. Well, maybe we'll go with something crazy like renting versus owning. Renting versus owning that is interesting. Millennial, millennials always want to rent everything, and I'm like, you're fools. Uh, that's because you tell us. I wish I would have rented. So it gets really confusing. I think I was talking about luggage. <laughs> At any rate, uh, so you know, um, we'll get we'll get four more beers, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the podcast two three four. If you could hit us up with some new topics, that'd be awesome. Um, we look forward to hearing uh, from you guys, hearing some feedback, and we look forward to seeing you guys some new content um, next week. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, welcome to Podcast 234. Two generations, three topics, and four beers. I'm Chaz. I'm Dwayne. Thanks for listening.